I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. We have the pleasure of talking to Malik Harrison today. And uh, Malik, I'll start with this. There's one play that stood out to me on Sunday. And it was, you know, Saquon Barkley coming to the game. Oh, you know, he's back. Yeah. He's having such a great year. And then it's the direct snap to Saquon. It's like, ooh, they're breaking uh-huh. out the tricks. The direct snap to Saquon. He takes off of that. And then this big dude comes and bah, just levels him for a five-yard loss. Uh-huh. And that big dude was you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that play had to feel pretty awesome oh, yeah, for you. Definitely. You know, making big plays is always, you know, a plus for the defense. And, you know, just bring up the energy. Yeah, you seem like you, like, knew it, that that one was coming. Uh-huh. Like, like that, yeah. you just knew that play. Did, did you like read that immediately? How that worked? Uh, I just, you know, just read it. You know, um, I think I had a, I was, I was off the edge and I was just blitzing and I was just, you know, I, it was either he gonna keep it or you know he's gonna give it. So I was just, you know, anticipating one or the other and, and right. you know, I, you guess yeah, right. I got it. <laughs> so, yeah. What uh, on a scale of one to ten, just like how good does a hit like that feel on a back like that? Um, you definitely a ten. You know, it's a big back, so um, you know, you get all the he get all the praise. You know, so just getting that hit was you know good on. Yeah. So you had a big increase in snaps in that mm-hmm. game. Fifty uh, percent increase is the most you played since early last season. Uh-huh. And Coach Harbaugh said this week that basically you're you're earning more playing time. Yeah. You, when you're playing well, you get more playing time. Mm-hmm. How happy are you with the way that you've been able to play early this season? Oh, you know, I'm I'm proud of myself. You know, just from you know from last year to starting to not start and then you know this year just getting more snaps as the year going on is always a plus for me you know it's always you know it's just like a reward for me that um you know I know that I'm getting better now and you're you're kind of doing a little bit of everything Uh okay so what position are you Malik you tell me. I say, as of right now, I am a complete linebacker. Like, just, just, like linebacker. just all the way, just all the way linebacker. It's not no outside, no inside. I'm just a linebacker. <laughs> like, I'm a true definition of a linebacker. You know, I can be on the line. I can be off the ball. You know, I can do a bunch of different things. So, yeah. Does that kind of take you back to high school? Because I remember basically this, like, when when the Ravens drafted you, and it, you know, you're reading all the scouting reports, and it's like, look, this guy in high school was literally do it all quarterback, running back, linebacker. You did everything. Yeah. Does it kind of remind you of that? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, because when you going around and you, you playing in one game and you just have a whole bunch of uh, positions, you have to really know what you like, what you're doing. And then as the, you know, whatever personnel is coming in, you got to, you know, just remind yourself, all right, I'm playing sound. All right, I'm playing Mike. 
Mm-hmm. All right, I'm playing the wheel. All right, I'm playing a dime. So, you know, just just a constant reminder that, you know, before every snap, you know, all right, this is what I got to do. This is my job. And, you know, just things like that. How did it start last year? Like, who came to you first to say, hey, we want to start trying to work you at outside linebacker a little uh, bit? I think it was Wink. Wink, uh, you know, called me in. You know, I think that was uh, uh, the week I had came back from, you know, incident last year. He, you yeah. know, he told me, and I was like, hey, you know, that's cool with me. You know, anything to help the team. And, you know, I played it. I played a little bit at Ohio State. So I'm like, you know, it's not nothing new to me. Right. Are the responsibilities really different? And, like, what are the pros of inside linebacker versus outside linebacker for you? Uh, I think, you know, uh, the outside backer, you know, everything happens so quick. Yeah. You know, because you're already at the line, you know. Inside backer, you got more vision. Uh, you got more vision. You got more time to, you know, just adjust and things like that. Yeah. So what do you kind of prefer? Uh, whoever, whichever one get me on the field. That's, <laughs> it. That's the one that, you know, I like. Yeah. So I think that – the mechanics of it are kind of interesting because outside linebackers and inside linebackers are typically in different meeting rooms, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So which one do you go to? Uh, I go to inside, but, you know, uh, Zach, you know, sometimes he'd tell me, hey, you know, just go over there and um, check in with them. Or, you know, if we out doing indie, I do half and half. And, you know, I think that fans don't kind of realize all the aspects of it that goes into it. I mean, uh-huh. you got it from a game plan standpoint, like you have to be ready to know like every position. Every. Has this like – you know, basically force you to have to study more than Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, you got to study. Like, you know, every time I write down my notes, you know, I have a category for Sam, I have a category Mm -hmm. for Mike, and I have a category for Dime. You know, just for me to, you know, just get uh, just a feel for every, you know, every position. And then, you know, even if I'm at the Sam, I'm still got to, I still got to learn the mic. I still got to learn the dime because, you know, one man go down, then, you know, I might wow. have to move and go to mic when I'm usually playing Sam at the time. So, you know, just, it, it does make me, you know, you got to, you know, study more. <laughs> and so does that mean you also have to study a lot more players on the other team? Like, you're like, I might have to go against this dude or this yeah, dude or yeah, you know, like you know, almost you know, every guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you just, it's just the part of studying film, you know, things right. like that. Right. So uh, I'm curious, going into your third season, you know, we've talked to Patrick a lot and he's Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, he seems to put a lot of pressure on his shoulders. You know, year three, kind of a make or break season, you know, did you feel a similar way going into this year? Definitely. Uh, Like, you know, we talked about it all season too, me and him. But uh, I know me personally, I was like, yeah, like, you know, this is this is the year, you know, because the first two years I, you know, I made some noise. But, you know, it's been an up and down, you know, and now this year I'm just constantly just going up. So, you know, it's it's big. It's, you know, it's year three. And then, you know, you know, hopefully if I, you know, do what I'm supposed to do, like, you know, get extended. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you talk about your relationship uh, between you and Patrick? Because it's funny, you know, he seems like kind of like I was saying, like he f- he seems like a more emotional guy. He feels uh-huh. like you're kind of a chiller dude. You oh, yeah. know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, he, talk- he's more the, you know, electric, you know, yeah. the, got all the celebrations, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, me, uh, I'm more calm, you know, don't really say much, but, you know, you might see me say something here and there. You yeah. know, I got celebrations in my head. But, you know, <laughs> you know, I'll be like, ah, do I want to do it or not? So, you know, I'll pick and choose when I want to. What's what's what are you working on from a celebration? And like, what is it? Does that have to be a sack or a turnover? Uh, like, what I is mean, the, the five yard loss on Saquon? I got to go back to the film. See, did you do anything? I, I think that one I just, you know, I just look. 
I, I don't know which way I look. I just looked, just tapped my head, and you know, got back. Oh, I that's think, not a celebration. Hey, that's yeah. a, it's, it's a little, you know, a little, <laughs> a little something. something. You know, the picture came out good, so you know, <laughs> that's, I, all that's, all, that's all that matters. <laughs> but far as the, uh, I feel like you know, far as like the the celebration, uh, I think it's just got to be the right play. You know, right play. You know, the right time in the game, and if you know if it's tie game or anything, you know, I'll pull it out. <laughs> it's always so funny too because I feel like I've heard guys talk all the time. It's like, oh, I was practicing this one. I had this one. I had this sometimes, one ready, and then you, you just lose your mind. You just forget. You like, just forget. Like, I had that one ready. Hey, it happens too fast, you know. And then you got you got a short little r window to do it, so you know you, you got to do something. <laughs> well, when you're uh, running your riffing, that's when you have a chance of embarrassing yourself. Too. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Like uh -huh. that, that, and that's the last thing anybody wants. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> all right. So, I, more on a serious note, I want to go back in time a little bit here and november 1st 2021 was kind of a, a life altering time day mm -hmm. for you you know so you got struck in the calf with a stray bullet during the ravens bye week yeah. right and and that put you on the shelf can you just talk about you know did that kind of change the the arc of things for you like how did that affect you as a person um you know just the way that i move and who i you know associate with that definitely you know changed um after the situation um you know, it uh, it did take me into like a little dark spot just because you know I was out for three weeks and you know, and then you know I could I couldn't been here like you know right. it, it could have been the other way but you know I was blessed enough that you you know it just went straight through and I uh, was cool. able to come back like real quick. I actually was running the what is it after the Minnesota game, so you know that's always a plus that you know it didn't really set me back. But them three weeks, you know, I did rehab hard, you know, ice and things like that, just to hurry up and get back on the field because I did not want to miss no more time. Right, I mean, that was the most boringest three weeks ever. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, just rehabbing. Mm -hmm. I mean, but that's I mean that's gotta be scary, you yeah. know. I mean, mentally, like, how long did it take you? You're talking about the physical aspect, which I understand. Mm -hmm. Football players, you kind of think about yeah. that rehab, and I gotta get back on the field. Mm -hmm. But mentally, I mean, that's some trauma. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? How you know, hard was it for you to get uh, past that? You know, it, it was very uh, tough for me. You know, my actually, my one of my best friends, she is she she deals with a lot of. Well, she has her own. Um, she got her own little thing with mental health and athletes. Mm. It's called mm -hmm. the silent injury. And, um, you know, I was talking to her a lot cause she, she, you know, she knows, she knows me. Mm -hmm. She know I, I won't say nothing. So she basically made me, you know, basically talk to her. And then after that, um, I started to meet with Dr. Tris, you know, probably like once a week and I'm still doing it to this day. Oh, so that's great. You know, that's definitely, you know, helped me a lot. Mm. Yeah. Just on the mental health front, how, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool to hear you talk about that because I feel like that is something in the in the sports landscape that has been much more openly discussed mm -hmm. um, in recent years. And can you just talk about how helpful those conversations have been with Dr. Tricia and and your friend um, to kind of help you on a, on a personal level? Um, you know, it, it helps a lot. You know, just being able to just talk somebody, just talk to somebody, and you know, just get off the like just get the weight off your shoulder. You know, just keeping it in will have you. Um, not being yourself, you know, kind of be distant from people, you know, and just just puts you in a dark spot. But you know, just being able to just talk to someone, just 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 to, someone is always going to help you out. Mm -hmm. right. And do you think that's like even more important when you guys are, you're NFL players, mm -hmm. you're like you're on a pedestal to a lot of uh, people out that watch, you know, have been watching you since you've been in college and. When you get to the pros, there's high expectations and like there's all this stuff, you know, yeah. kind of going around. Is that an important piece to help manage all of those expectations? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, it just puts you in a, you know, a safe spot. You know, you can just 
reset and you know just like you know just block everything out and you can just talk about anything it don't even have to be the situation just talking about anything like just on your mind just having somebody there that you know that that you know that is for that's there for you and that's just you know just there to help you yeah from the football perspective it was also tough like you said the the missed time and then when you came back you know it's just hard to kind of assimilate i mean you you only had one defensive snap Mm -hmm. the rest of that season yeah it was really just special teams and Uh that had to be another kind of blow that was difficult to get over because you started the year as a starter Uh so yeah that definitely did but you know i i just you know clicked in my head that you know i um might not get no defensive snap but you know i'm gonna help you know, in practice, and I'm going to just be the best special team player that I can be. Right, right. And, and going into this offseason, uh, this past offseason, was that really something that ignited something in you that was like, I got to get back to kind of that trajectory I was on? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, this offseason, I, I didn't even leave. I was I was here in Baltimore. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was getting back more into the community and just, you know, I found a trainer out here that, you know, that I liked. And, you know, I, I actually was happy about it. You know, I made a lot of connections here in Baltimore. I actually <laughs> love Baltimore now. Right, right. That's cool. Well, you uh, you grew just like me, grew up in Columbus. Mm-hmm. So I always love talking about Ohio State football with you. Uh, yeah. uh, did you, um, when you were growing up, did you want to play for the Bengals or the Browns? No, I actually didn't. I was I was more of a, a player person. So, okay, you so know, you just like guys. I, yeah, I was more of a I didn't, you know, really get into the, you know, the Browns or the, you know, Bengals, you know, being a favorite team, you know. So I was more of a player person. Correct. And which, which players? Huh? Which players were you really uh, big fan like, They had a pretty good linebacker here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I had uh is Mike Vick, definitely okay. Mike Vick, uh Paint Manny, Randy Moss, you know, just <laughs> Oh, too many offensive guys. Well, you you played quarterback, but that, I was right? Playing quarterback, right? That's true. So you, right, you right, think right. about it. You know, I was like, I was the guy that that liked the person that whoever get the ball for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many smaller line kids who were in high school at linebacker try to tackle you? How many dudes did you run over? A lot. Is it like? Is it that <laughs> run over them, or they just you know? I'll just outrun them, or. Yeah. I always say this to everybody. I had the best stiff arm in the state. <laughs> As I always said, I always I say I got the best stiff arm in the state. <laughs> Did you think you were going to be like Ohio State running back? Oh no! Um, I to be honest, going in, I didn't know what position I was going to play. Yeah, but you know, once I got there and I saw my number, I was like, "Yep, I'm a linebacker." <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I said. I said, oh, yeah, I'm a linebacker. That's funny. So do you have, you know, you said you weren't really a Browns or, or Bengals mm-hmm. fan. Do you have a lot of family that are Browns fans that they're going to be watching this game? Like, um, Actually, I don't, you know. They, Interesting. They're, 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 you know, I have smart, you know, this some. This is a smart I, family. I have some, you know, here and there. But, you know, as far as, like, my immediate family, yeah. no, not really. Like, none of them was really, you know, no, no right. Browns or Bengals fans. So there's no, like, special meaning to playing the Browns oh, no. for you. I mean, you know, just going back home, like, you know, when we yeah. play away. You know, right. that's always some you know something to be proud about. You know, going right. back home and you know representing your state, but on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> now, now they come in with the the league's number one rushing attack, uh-huh. led by Nick Chubb, the league's leading running back. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you're a big dude. He's a big dude. Physical runner. Like, oh, yeah. how hard are these collisions going to be on Sunday? It's going to be a car crash every every collision. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a car crash every collision. The other thing that's kind of cool about this game, um, I'm not sure if you know this, but the 2012 Super Bowl team is going to be in the house. Oh, it's a reunion are? game. So, 10-year okay. reunion. So, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and so Haloti Nada. Everyone is going to be here. Okay. The guys yeah, are going to be, be back here. Okay. Yeah, it's a big one. It's a big this one. It's a big one. Okay, that just made it even more bigger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were you, like, I got to believe that 
even when you talk about guys that you watch growing up, like Ray Lewis. Oh yeah, definitely. Like when he's in the building, and you like, does that just add a little bit of juice? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, just seeing him and seeing how he played out there, you know, it definitely like, all right, I don't want to let him down, you know. And I, it, funny, I had a story um, before the draft. Actually, um, I was training down in Florida, and I had went to one of his events, um, and like, you know, I got to talk to him. Mm. And like this was just like this was way before the draft, and like we talked for like at his event, like he stopped whatever he had to do. We talked for a good thirty, forty minutes. Wow! Then next, you know, uh, you know, I stayed in contact with him for you know a couple times. Then next, you know, draft come, I get drafted. You know, I, I straight call him, text him. He was like, he was excited too. <laughs> so that was crazy. Yeah, that was. So crazy. what did you talk about? Like, what kind of knowledge did he pour into you? Um, you know, he was just telling me, uh, you know, the game changed. You know, because you know I was that you know thumper coming in. You know, he's just telling me that the game changed and that I need to change my body and need to change. You know, just do little extra things that you know to fit into this game. Interesting. So, yeah. so do you think he put a call in to Ozzy and Eric and said, hey, this guy, I like him. <laughs> I don't know if he did, but if he did, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you, Malik. This no was a pleasure, problem. man. No really problem. appreciate it. Thank hey, you, you got to show, wait, before we go, this is on camera, you got to show some of these tats, though. Oh, yeah, you know, I got a, you know, I got a lot of, a lot of tats. You, you know, have a good tattoo hey, artist, you the, know? Hey, it's, it's my guy back at home in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. I like it. We had, well, this is on camera. We had to show them <laughs> off a little bit this time. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Thank you, Malik. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right, thanks to Malik. Really enjoyed the conversation with him. Good stuff. Also, we want our listeners to know that the sports landscape's always changing. This week is no different. DraftKings is a leader in daily fantasy sports, and it still has daily fantasy contests running for those who are looking to have skin in the game. So that's simple. Every player has a salary associated with drafting them. You assemble a lineup of players, and you try to stay under the salary cap, and then you sit back and you watch your points pile up. So now you know how to play. Sign up today using the code FLOCK. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. Again, the code is FLOCK, and that's at DraftKings.com. Yes. Well done. Way to finish it off. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought that was good stuff from Malik. And, and interesting, you know, inside linebacker, I think, was looked at a position like, do the Ravens need to make an addition? Mm -hmm. You know, that was a, a talking point earlier in the season and, and even in the offseason. And, you know, Malik's elevated play has really kind of quieted some of that, you know, like he's, he's playing good ball. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, I don't know that he's going to see over 50% of the defensive snaps every week. You know, the Ravens, I think kind of wanted to match big with big, but this could be another week where he does, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, the Browns are a downhill running team. Uh, he's a thumper. He can, he can bring it. So it wouldn't surprise me if we continue to see, like John Harbaugh said, that that role grow and Malik be a, a very important part of this defense. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the AFC North in particular, um, so you have right. obviously the Browns with Nick Chubb and that running and game. Najee. You also have Najee Harris. So yep. like when you're playing those division games on the second half of the season, yep. I think we're gonna see a lot of Malik Harrison. I also think it's going to be interesting um, how the Ravens use him as Tyus Bowser comes back into the fold. Mm -hmm. Tyus practiced last week. He's practicing again this week. He's yep. not yet been activated, um, you know, so he's not eligible to play yet. That could happen this right. week. We'll see. Um, and so once Tyus is back in the mix, is Malik still in that Sam linebacker role? Um, mm -hmm. It was kind of interesting, you know, his answer, like, I'm just an all-around linebacker. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I get that. Like, I think he's looking at it – Whatever position they put me at, as long as it's within the white lines, like I'm good with that. Like I prefer to be on the field. Yeah. And uh, he's making the most of his opportunity. Yeah, for sure. It's great. So how do you feel about this game? Big game against the Browns coming up. 
I feel like these division games are always circled, obviously, on the calendar. But when you look at the division right now, Ravens sitting at three and three, tied with the Bengals. You know, the Steelers one game behind, the Browns one game behind. You know, it's anybody's it's anybody's division right now, really. Now, I think there's some stronger teams than others. Um, but to me, like this year in particular, it feels to me like you know what, if the Ravens sweep the division or just, just win in the division and win that crown, like it's there for the taking. Mm-hmm. And it just it just feels to me like these division games, especially given the, the painful losses the Ravens have already suffered, it's like, well, you know what, if we win in the division, we're going to be okay, right? And and I think that this this Sunday's game is just a must, must win. You know, it, it's a really big yeah. game for getting that. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Yeah, I think that, like, look, the Ravens are 3-3, three and three and everything that they want to do is, is still out there for the taking, right? So for it's sure. not like... There's not necessarily cause for concern. You know, they still go 14 and 3, right? Well, you haven't been reading Ravens Twitter then, apparently. <laughs> I have been reading. Oh I my have been reading. Goodness gracious. Yes. Spicy. But I mean, out I'm, there. Say, I'm saying from a standing standpoint, there's not cause for concern. Sure. And so they can certainly still win the division. They can, you know, get a top seed in the AFC. There's still a lot of season left. But you got to rattle off some wins and you need to take care of yeah. your division. At some point, you need to get hot. Like, it, you can say, like, there's. A lot of season left and all this stuff, but like you got to win games. Yep. Um, and they've been win loss, win loss. You know, all three, all six games right. throughout the season. So which lines up for a win this time? Lines up for a win, and then you hope the trend. <laughs> and then, ends. And then we got to break the trend, right? <laughs> the we're trend we're doing is the over. trend for right now. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like you got to win your division games. That's really important because I could I could see a situation where you know the Bengals and the Ravens have the same record at the end of the season. You start getting into tiebreakers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So winning division games is imperative. Yep. yep. And you also like, I, I think, I think right now the division is going to come down to the Ravens and the Bengals. I don't mm-hmm. think the Browns and the Steelers are going to be in the division race at the end of the season. Right. However, if the Browns hang around and they get Deshaun Watson back late in the season, they become then a all of a sudden they become a much more dangerous team. Yeah. So, don't let them hang around. Yeah. Take care of them now so Completely. that they don't have an opportunity to to you know win their final five games. Yep. 
And once Deshaun Watson comes back, yep. you know, you need you need to deliver them some losses right now. And obviously that's the case on Sunday. Yep, completely agree. That that leads into a good email here from our guy Patrick Kuhn. Okay. okay. And frequent emailer. We appreciate it, Patrick. What's uh, the email address that listeners can email? Oh, you can always email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. They know the email address. I'm just they've, been, sure. they've been pouring I tell in. You what, they definitely games. know it on Sundays after a loss. They for sure know it. I, I hope the listeners forget that email after <laughs> Sundays after a loss. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's funny. Like we had a lot of, of salty dogs uh-huh. on Sunday after the game, but now things are starting to turn. Like the the mood of the emails, you're starting to kind of it's improving. It's kind of like you always talk about. You know, Wednesday the press conferences take place. You see the guys at practice. You start looking ahead. Exactly. Turn the page. You're you're feeling good. Well, and John, you hear John talk like John. John Harwell is just a great leader, right? Yeah. And you like he always. I always feel better even after a Monday press conference with him. I'm, with him, I'm like. All right, we're all right. We, all right. <laughs> right, we got this. You know, nothing to worry about. Yeah. So, so this one comes from Patrick. He says, uh, after a three and three start of the season, which could easily be better or worse, really don't see much worse. I but don't either. Yeah. Anyway, he said, I-, I wanted to say, I think there's still plenty to be excited about. In my eyes, I don't see a single game left on the schedule that doesn't look like a potential win. So oh, this, right. this is our game. This is 14 and 3. The 14 and 3. I'm pretty sure Patrick has like had a hot, like a mic in the lounge because this conversation sounds a lot like our okay. conversations. Okay. You ready? Goes Browns rebound game. Dub. <laughs> At Bucks Thursday night road team, but after last year's Thursday night loss in Miami, I know these guys want to get right. Dub. <laughs> yeah, you're, not, I, I like how last year's logic. Yeah, yeah. Thir- not just the team. Now you're just motivated by Thursday night football in general. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> at Saints primetime Monday night football. Dub. Bye week record six and three. Panthers d- dumpster fire. Dub. Uh, at Jags rebuild year. Dub. Broncos Russ ain't cooking nothing. Dub. At Steelers likely a rookie quarterback. Dub. <laughs> At Browns, Deshaun's probably back starting at this point, but he hasn't played in forever, so I'll say, dub. Falcons, dome team playing late in December football in Baltimore, dub. Steelers, final home game of the regular season, dub. At Bengals, toss-up, but likely need it for playoff seating, so, dub. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, sign up. The rest of the way, sign me up. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's no doubt. That sounds like us There's no doubt, right? Yep. That that sounds like us after a win. I mean, that's worst-case scenario. Worst case, you don't lose another game. That's worst case. <laughs> What's best case? I don't know. <laughs> same, Every other same. team loses. Yeah. First round by. Okay. okay. I mean, with this, if you're dubs in the, the rest of the way, you probably do have a first round by. I like that, Patrick. Yeah. I, I'm on board. Thank you, Patrick, for a little injection of optimism. Yes. All right, let's get to another email. You got one from Jason Fish, right? Yeah, that's right. He says, uh, gents, what's up with Perchet? He was significantly outsnapped on offense this week by Tylen Wallace, and now we are signing Deshaun Jackson. I get that that's to the practice squad, but you don't sign a 36-year-old to the P squad unless you intend to elevate him. Agreed. Uh, Is Pro in danger of getting cut outright? It won't be Wallace, as he's the only wide receiver that plays on special teams coverage units, and I don't think we have the roster flexibility to carry six wide receivers, four tight ends, five once Kohler's back, uh, and a fullback. Mm. So what do you think? So I... Let me, the question is whether what's yeah. going to happen with Pro here once they elevate Deshaun. Okay, so let me get to that in a second. There will have to be some roster juggling because in addition to Kohler potentially coming back, you also got Tyus Bowser and David Ajabo and Gus Edwards. Yeah. So who all could be back soon. Yeah. So there's some maneuvering that could take place. Yes. Um, with Deshaun Jackson, I'm kind of working my way 
uh, you know, back to front here on okay. this on this answer. With Deshaun Jackson, obviously he was added to the practice squad. They do have the ability to activate him on game day twice right. before moving him to the active roster. Right. So you could get two games out of him once they feel like he's ready to play. Maybe it's this week. Maybe it's Thursday. Maybe it's down the road. We'll right. see. Right. He's had one practice at the time of this taping. So right. we'll see. Um, but you have two games there, and then he could potentially get added to the active roster once you see, you know, if you feel like he's a guy that can help you, then right. you could potentially make that move. Now with Prochet, John Harbaugh was asked about him this week. Just specifically James Prochet, you know, he's he's a guy that we have a lot of high hopes for. I mean, I, I, I think James Prochet is going is gonna to step up in the next few weeks, and you're going to see him make some plays. So uh, we were in some bigger personnel groups last week. The team we were playing, the Giants, that was, a, that was a bigger team that we felt like we wanted to match big for big a little bit in certain situations. So that group wasn't on the field as much. James only had, what, three plays, I think. He's going to be playing a lot more in the future, and he's going to be making plays for us. I got no problem with James Prochet. So, yeah. so your question, no, he's not getting cut. In fact, the Ravens have high expectations for him down the stretch. So that's what that's what John Harbaugh told the media yesterday. Did you see the uh, interview with Steve Smith Sr. and yeah. uh, and Shannon Sharp? I did. He said that Prochet is the most complete receiver on the team. He did. He, well, the only problem, though, is he also mispronounced his name. He called him Porsche, <laughs> which is, I mean, not a bad name. Porsche. <laughs> Sounds like you're fast. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting from Steve Smith. Yeah, I thought it was – I don't know that I – you know, Rashad Bateman's pretty darn good. <laughs> He's pretty darn good. He also right. he look, look pretty darn good this exactly. year too. Yeah. I, I like James Prochet. Like, I think he's a, a player. And yeah. he's made plays in training camp practices. And, like, you know, I, I think, though, to me, when I look at specifically, I'll just point out one play, right? So the Lamar fumble at the end of the game that kind of sealed the loss to the Giants, right? The Ravens went, I think it was three wide receivers and Mark Andrews split out wide, right? And so they were going to throw the ball. And Prochet was lined up in the slot. And, like, he kind of went deep, right? And that's not really Prochet's, like, best route. You know, I mean, he's a tough runner in the middle, or not a tough guy in the, over the middle. Yeah. I think, like, a chain mover, that's James Prochet, right? Like, just a tough dude, short hands, good good player all the way around. But, like, if you want, if you need a guy to kind of stretch the seam and a burner, that's Deshaun Jackson. And to me, like... Even if you just say, and this probably, I'm sure the Ravens thinking on Deshaun Jackson was way more complex than that. But if you're like, you know what, if we have that play come up again, if we need somebody that, that to take the top off, I, I want that guy who's made a bunch of 50 yard catches in his career. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And let's take a shot on him. We'll see. Right. And like, just because they signed Deshaun Jackson doesn't mean like he's going to be wide receiver two or something for the rest of the year. Like John Harbaugh said, like nowadays with the practice, practice squad, you can sign these guys and see, see what, it, what's, what's going yeah. on. Right. Yeah. I mean, they did it with Des Bryant and it was kind of like an experiment and you get what you get and we'll see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, and Des Bryant, like just using that as an example, I don't think it's the exact same scenario, but there's similarities. Yeah. You know, it took a while before Des Bryant was caught up on game day. It's not yep. like he was signed on a Monday and then an active on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it took a little while. So, you know, Deshaun Jackson talked with reporters this week, you know, said that he feels like he is in shape, but there yep. is a difference between football shape and feeling like you're in shape. Totally. Um, and also, you know, this is no surprise, but his expectation, his hope, his goal is not just to be on the practice squad. He's got bigger, bigger hopes than that. You know, For sure. so he's hoping to get moved to the active roster at a certain point. Obviously. Obviously. Um, and help his team. So, you know, I think that how he does in practice will determine what, how soon that happens. Yep. All right. I have another email here. This one's from Ted Henson, who lives in my neighborhood. 
What up, Ted? Thanks for being on. Uh, <laughs> Ted's got an inside track on the inbox. Here. That's right. That's right. We talk at the bus stop in the morning sometimes. Okay. Uh, so he says he just wants to apologize because the Ravens' losses are on him. He said okay. in, in each one, he had to stop watching in the fourth quarter. This past Sunday, it was his son's seventh birthday party. Maybe we'll give him a, a pass for that one. You keep that on in the background. You can't. The kids can't play. You can't keep the game on. <laughs> Make it a football theme party, Ted. What are you doing? <laughs> so he said. So I'll try harder to watch the end in the future. He said seriously though, he's read that the Ravens have only trailed for a total of 120 seconds in their three losses. That's not bad. I'm still extreme, extremely confident in this team, and especially in Lamar. We have too many great players not to be a great team. All right. Yeah, I, I, I concur. Look, I think that this team, as we said on our uh, reaction podcast on Monday, I think this team has, the, and this is kind of what John Harbaugh's message, I think, has been this week. Like, the foundation is there. Yeah. Like the core components of this team, the scheme, the roster, the the ability to make plays, it's all there. Right. Let's, you know what, you know what, let's take a minute to just talk about what's going right. Okay. Right, because it. it's just been a tough week, right? Here's what's going right right now. The offensive line is playing very well. Mm. And that's going to make a big difference, especially as this as we get into the quarter months and, and you're able to run the football, which is also particularly important for winning games in the fourth quarter. Because if you get a lead and you're able to run the football, you should have success in protecting those leads. Unfortunately, it didn't play out this past weekend, right? The Ravens didn't didn't salt that game away, yeah. right? They had the turnover with the snap and the, tur- the interception, yeah. all that stuff, right? But, like, if you're projecting... Right, whether the Ravens are going to be able to close out games, of improved offensive line that's run blocking very well, and you're able to run the ball, those are components of protecting leads. Yeah, right. And, and just as a subset of that, I think it is important to say like Ronnie Stanley has come back. He's playing more. He played yeah, yeah. way more than he did this the first game, and he's playing like Ronnie Stanley. Exactly. Yeah, that is huge. Right. I mean, the offensive line improvement matters through every quarter. I'm just also saying like a big difference that we could see moving forward and why I have hope that they'll close out more games in the fourth quarter is because that run game has improved. That's an important thing for mm-hmm. this team and for this offense. Okay, let's talk about another one. Guys are coming back from injuries, right? So Bateman back on the field this week. Justin Houston back on the field. Justin Houston was the best pass rusher through the first like three weeks, yeah. right? Uh, Bateman, obviously, you know what he brings, right? And you have Tyus Bowser, Gus Edwards, like we talked about, David Ajabo. Those guys are waiting in the wings. Charlie Kohler, right? Those guys are waiting in the wings. So the Ravens are getting healthier, getting guys back on the field. That's going to help them. I think defensively, like... The corners are playing really well. Marlon and Marcus, I think the third corner has been a little bit of a soft spot for this defense, that they need somebody to kind of step up there and play consistently well, right? Um, But Marlon and uh, Marcus are strapping guys up. Mm -hmm. The secondary's given up a lot fewer big plays than they were as they were in the beginning of the season, right? Against the Dolphins, obviously. They're not giving up ones over their heads. So that's an improvement, right? So... Things are trending, and then you have Lamar still, right? Lamar didn't play his best game against the Giants, but, like, I'm feeling a Lamar breakout game coming. That's It's only a matter of time did you, did before you take, the Lamar breakout. So you took – this is, like, classic, a Lamar breakout. You take Lamar as your breakout player this year? He's going to sh- – Yeah, he's my breakout player of the year. <laughs> the surprise Everyone's player, been sleeping on Lamar. By the end of the this season, everyone's going to know Lamar's name, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> as much as it feels like things are bad, when you have Lamar Jackson – you're pretty good. You're in pretty good shape. And let's be honest, he's the best quarterback in the division. That's right. I said it, Joe Burrow. 
That's right, I said it. <laughs> and like so, so I feel good about the Ravens' chance of moving forward. Like I said, I just have a gut feeling about this team. Uh-huh. I just really do. I feel like they're gonna be when all is said and done, and you you go, you get these this adversity early in the season. I think this is gonna be a good team. I just I still believe that. Yeah, look, I think the Ravens are. I think they are a good team. I just think, as I have said before, they need to eliminate the self-inflicted wounds that have cost them for sure key red zone was like a new problem that popped up in the giants game you need to to iron that out i mean they're 10th in the league in red zone production like you want to be higher than that but that that ain't bad yeah right um that popped up the penalties really cost them against the giants like those are two things you have to get wrinkled out and i'll just say you know not wrinkled out you want to wrinkle them up put them at a big ball (laughs) get that t-shirt soaking wet throw it in the corner forget about it for a year right this is getting back to the zebra stripes yeah so um you know lamar jackson said this week in terms of the red zone like basically he feels like at times it's almost kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy they get down there like we're in the red zone we got to score we got to score we got to score we're in the red zone he's like we gotta stop doing that just stop doing that like stop overthinking it yeah like of course we're supposed to score this is what we do we get down to the red zone we score don't overthink it. Just just keep playing. You march all the way down there. Keep doing the same thing, and don't make too big of a deal out of being in the red zone. Yeah, and you'll be fine. Yeah, and you know, I I really get the sense that the players and the coaches feel like this team is good. They have to kind of clean up some some key areas like of these self inflicted wounds and these be better in crucial third and short, fourth and short situations. But at a very high level, foundations there. This team is going to be okay. Right. Offense is ranked fifth in the league. It ain't it ain't all bad. It's not bad. <laughs> that ain't bad. You want to be number one? Fifth ain't bad in points scored. Mm-hmm. Ain't bad. Yeah. So uh, I'm expecting a good game against the Browns. And, and before before we go, so you yeah. mentioned that the 2012 team is going to be here. Yeah. We have. What's this? This is a little bonus item here. Ooh. This is a Ed Reed signed football. No. Get out of town. And this is going to be in my basement. No. Uh, <laughs> th- this is a... Uh, we're giving away a whole bunch of prizes. That's pretty sick. Um, and there's a little spin wheel. It's kind of a fun game you can do on our website. So go to baltimoreravens.com slash contest. Pass that over here. We'll just do a swap rooney Pass yeah. that right over here. <laughs> yeah, so go to baltimoreravens.com slash contest. Play this game. And you have a chance to get this this item as well as a handful of other items from that 2012 team. So it should be really cool having that team back. I know they got a whole weekend of festivities planned for the 10-year reunion. Um Get to the game early mm-hmm. because there's some recognition before the game with these guys that you're not going to want to miss. They're going to be introduced before the game, so it should be it should be really cool. Make sure you're there early. Uh, if you still need to take it, baltimoreravens.com/tickets. Um, it should just be a fun time having these guys back and um, going down memory lane. Last thing before we go, I want to do one key to a win for each of us, and this is really because I just had a good one, um, and that is you get up early on them which the Ravens have done a good job of that. Obviously, it's been the fourth quarter that's been the problem. Nick Chubb gets gets more eliminated from the game. He's mm-hmm. not a pass-catching back. He's a really great runner. You can't let the Browns get out to a lead because that gets Nick Chubb going. But I think the Ravens' M.O. of building leads, particularly against the Browns, a team that has Amari Cooper but not a ton of receiving weapons, Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, I think that this game matches up well for the Ravens as to jump it out to a lead and then you kind of eliminate their best player. Well, I mean, look, not eliminate, but yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's kind of interesting because if that happens, then you can kind of get over the monkey off your back <laughs> of the fourth quarter mm-hmm. struggles. Yeah, you know, so basically, you're saying do what you did the last, you know, in all your losses, just do that again. Right. <laughs> but this should be an, actually an opportunity where you, where you can where hold you on cl- to that lead. You close it out a little bit better. I, I think and protect me, the football. I mean, really, it was not protecting the football that 
hindered them. Yeah, I, I, what I'll point to, and I've, I've mentioned this a few times this season, I, I want to see this team really excel in crucial third-down situations, I, really on both sides of the ball. Okay. Um, I think that there's been times where the defense can get off the field late in games, so they haven't been able to do it. Um, and for the offense, you know, you can basically put the game away. You know, they 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 had a chance to put the game away pretty much right. on that play that was taken off the board because of the illegal formation. That's the stuff that you can't happen. Yep. Be better in those crucial short yardage, third down, fourth down situations. If they do that, I think they're going to get a win. How big a win? You tell me. A big win over the Browns. Let's go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.